Podcasting from our respective homes, this is the second episode of Strong in Sports, because sometimes it takes balls to be a female athlete. I'm Emily Mahaffey, and I'm Daphne Optigan. Today, we have senior Allie Rosen with us. We'll be talking about her experience as a part of East Girls Soccer, while also discussing some of the problems we see within the East athletic culture. Allie is also going to college next year for sports management, so we'll be talking about women and their roles in the sports industry. Hi, Allie. Hi. So, just to begin, um, when did your love for sports first start? So, I've kind of grown up in a sports household. Um, being the oldest child, um, my dad, he was really excited to have me, obviously, and he wasn't upset that I wasn't a guy, but he was able to show his, um, like, share his love of sports with me. So, um, I remember, like, watching on Sundays ESPN with my dad. I used to have a t-shirt that said, like, that basically said, like, if you need me, I'll be watching ESPN on Sundays. And this is when I was, like, four. So it started really young. And then my sister also was a huge sports fan and my parents. So it really came from my parents, I feel. And it wasn't forced upon me. It's something I grew to love, and I'm so happy that I did. Awesome. And so kind of going off of that, um, I know you've been really heavily involved with uh, soccer growing up. So when did you start playing soccer? And then can you also talk a little bit about your experience with the sport? Yeah, so um, pretty much I started playing soccer ever since I could walk, you know, in little tot soccer that everybody's played in when they were younger. But really competitive soccer started, I would say, maybe like first or second grade. when That's when travel started. And so I played a year older. So it was really cool getting to meet a bunch of new people who weren't my age and just having like a bunch of big older sisters to play with. And so growing up in the sport, um, definitely, it was definitely hard, you know, at times being so little and like playing soccer there's only so much you can learn at such a young age especially back then before we had really great training programs and just growing up with it it's something I've always seen and something I've always loved it's never been a burden for me it's been a huge part of my life but I've been still able to have a social life and do other things like being a part of different clubs here that I never thought I would when I was younger but so I feel like it's always something that's been there for me and it's been there as an outlet and just going from different teams I've bounced around to three or four different teams and different tournaments, like I've traveled to Boston, to Maryland, to Florida, you name it. I've probably been there for some type of soccer-related thing. And just, I love it. I now coach two teams to help train them as well as play for high school and for my club team. So it's really been something that I feel like I'm able to share my passion passion sports and grow the next generation, which I think is incredible. Wait, what two teams do you, um, you say you coach? So yeah, I like partially coach partially train two teams over at GPS Marlson so I help train I think they're sixth grade girls or fifth and sixth grade girls and they're adorable they're awesome they're so much better than I was at that age I could barely use my left foot and they're using both feet killing it doing a bunch of cool moves and then I help train um, a freshman and soft freshman and sophomore boys over at Marlton and they're they're awesome they were ranked 13 in the state last year they're so much fun to play with I think I learned more from them than they might from me just because jumping in and activities with them is so much fun it's a higher level of competition and I love it do you see any difference between like how like the girls and the guys are treated um so it's really hard to kind of say because the girls being so young and the guys being so old um, the person, the coach who I, I train under, he's also my club coach. His name is Byron Carmichael, and he, uh, I love him. He's he's a tough coach, but he, he wants it done, and he's going to make sure you get it done right, and that's what I need. I need that push. So with the girls, with them being more developed than most of 
people my age were when we were their age. They're definitely, I would say he's a little harder on them than I would, than when I was that age. But he's definitely hard on the guys as well because he's hard on you because he wants you to succeed. And that's why I love him. So it's really hard to say between the two age groups. But um, I feel like it depends on the coach itself. And I've loved working with him. And that's great, like having a coach that is just like regardless of gender and wanting every individual athlete to improve. But do you ever feel like, and you were saying you kind of have switched between teams, um, do you ever feel like there were either coaches or even other players um, who ever kind of like dis- discredited your skills because you were a female or, you know, you felt the treatment wasn't the same between the guys and the girls? So this actually, um, not with clubs because typically we didn't do much with the guys team. But I go to sleepaway camp. I Well, I used to. I went for nine years to um, a sleepaway camp. And when I was younger, like fifth, sixth, seventh grade, they never had a girl's soccer league. And me being sports alley, everybody knows, you know, I was like, I want to play. I, I need to play soccer. Like, this is my, my love. I want to do this. I want to do that. And actually, the assistant director was like, totally. Like, she played at Dartmouth. She got me in the guys league. And so the first year was just me with a bunch of guys playing. And the next year, a bunch of girls were like, hey, like, we want to do that. So then they joined the guys league. And finally, like, after a couple of years, we had enough girls to start our own league. But I did face some, like, adversary, adversity because it's in a Wayne County Sports League. So each camp can make their own team for different age groups and different sports. So I was on, like, the guys soccer team and we'd play other camps. And one year we went on and we we did really well and I was helping lead the team. I was one of the co-captains and then the next summer they told me like you can't play that anymore and I was like what do you mean I can't play anymore? Like there are a bunch of guys who respect me. They're super cool. They're fun to play with but somebody on the other team complained that a girl was playing and we were beating them and so the rule got changed that the girls can't play on the guys team unless the home team says they can. So a bunch of teams were saying oh if they're with the away team we don't want her to play. So I got, like, screwed out of a season. I didn't have a summer season to play in, and that really sucked. And a bunch of other girls had been joining the team with me, and we were all like, what are we going to do now? So from that, were you guys able to, like, start your own girls' league, or did it kind of just fall flat after that? We were able to start our own league, which is super nice. Like, um, some of the older girls who who did play soccer but weren't that interested in playing it because they've grown up at that camp without having kind of their own league um, or a league that wasn't competitive enough for them they were like oh we're gonna join so we had a bunch of girls and then we had our own girls league and guys league so I was playing in both but I wasn't able to play on the the um, the, like inner camp team when you play the other teams and we we ended up making our own team which is really cool that's That's that that's so cool yeah Yeah. so if I can come back east for a second um how would you kind of define the relationship between the boys and the girls teams at east um, I would almost say it's kind of like a one-way street. Um, personally, I've never had much to do with the guys' team just because there's never been that kind of relationship. Like, we've gone to some of their games. Like, being um, a sports photographer, I took photos at their playoff game, and they were all, like, happy to see me and everything. But it was a different situation. It wasn't player to player. It was player to photographer, if that makes sense. And it's kind of hard sometimes when we have home games they have away games and you can't go to each other's games like the last time I remember guys coming to our game it was probably my freshman year for senior day some of the guys came to Richterman to watch our seniors play and that's probably I didn't even know those seniors because they were three years older than me and so that's I feel like a couple of guys have come to some of our games like some of them have had um, really good friends or girlfriends on the team but other than that I don't remember when we've had more than 
four and five guys at a game, and we've had the whole team stayed after for um, the Cherry Hill East, Cherry Hill West um, play day that kind of night. We all stayed and watched their PK shootout. I mean, their overtime, sorry. And so it's definitely a one-way street, and it, it can be hard sometimes. Have they ever, like, been to any of the girls' games? Or, like, like you, you just keep on saying, like, we've been to their games, we've been to their games, like, we've supported them. But has, like, have they done anything to you guys or, like, talked to you guys about anything? How, how about the coaches? Like, how 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 is their relationship? Um, so, personally, I don't know how um, how much the – what the coach relationship is. We had a coaching change this year. There was some – some stuff going on with that so personally I can't really comment that much on that um but we've had some games where they, the guys have been off they didn't have an away game maybe their game got canceled or they weren't playing the same team as us and there was an opportunity for them to come and maybe two of them came because one had a girlfriend on the team or one was there or because two of them had a girlfriend on the team but other than that they don't usually come to our games and it can be again like I'm not trying to knock the guys team but there are times where they don't have a game and they could come support us and we've gone to their games like I remember going to a Haddonfield game and watching them because we had an off game and there have been times where they could have done the same for us and they just didn't so kind of going off of that what do you think the responsibility is for like different gender teams of the same sport like what's the responsibility to each other um just get to know each other like we're all athletes we all have a common love for the game that's why we're playing um and so definitely just not you don't even have to hang out with them but getting to know them maybe following them on instagram reaching out every now and then or posting like hey guys game at 6 40 or if we hadn't had a night game or girls game after school at three like come support like just something like that and i feel like it's just a responsibility of athletes all like in all different sports to promote their own sports as well as other sports because Athletics is well-rounded. It's not one sport. It's not one athlete. It's everybody together. And we all owe it to each other to kind of promote and support each other. Um, what do you think, like, what do you think the school should do to help this issue right now? Um, I think we should announce when games are happening. Um, say there's a guys game today, there's a girls game today, um, the athletic um, Instagram has been posting more this year. I don't think there were as many girls posts. I'm not positive. I have not counted the posts, so this could be could be wrong. But I'm pretty sure there have been more guys posts than there have been girls posts, and that kind of stinks. You know, we want the same exposure, and or even if it's just posting a story, like having a schedule come out, like what games are happening this week on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, who's playing, where, when. Um, definitely just promoting it. Social media is such a great tool and it's always changing and evolving and I feel like we could totally take advantage of that to promote both guys and girls sports. Do you think something like Countrymen help like helps I don't say worsen the problem but like from from if like I'm kind of Perpetuates? Is that what yeah, that's what I'm because like, from like what you're saying is pretty much like, like a post or something. But like, how does it feel like to see like all these posts about like the boys in club and like nothing about the girls? Like when you guys are both playing on the same exact day or are both playing at like different times? It stinks. Like uh, I'm just gonna say it flat out. It kind of sucks. Like I think the one girl sport they did post about was field hockey, and like that. Like it stinks to see one team getting the love and there's a bunch of other teams getting the love. Like I don't. 
remember if they posted about the girls swim I really I don't remember that but I remember seeing a bunch about the boys swim and our girls swim team is incredible like they showed everybody this year everybody's known they were incredible but now they really kind of like hey like we're really good if you haven't noticed and so it, it does it does hurt like um in countrymen I have a pretty decent relationship with them they posted some of my hockey photos before which is totally cool but they don't post about the girls sports and when so much of the school is made up of female athletes and we have female athletes going to college to play d1 d2 d3 sports it's really hard to kind of um to kind of just feel supported when there isn't any there for you and so if i can go off that um talking again about like college and your experience with sports so i know you're interested in like sports management and getting into the sports industry um first of all in college but then beyond college so like what are your kind of like hopes when you enter college next year in terms of like helping out female athletes or kind of like promoting female athletes so yeah so i'm really fortunate to have gotten into some really great schools under the sport management program and i'm I'm really excited, not sure where I'm going to end up, but I'm really excited for my next, the next opportunity in my career development. And so sport management, I've always loved sports and I knew I wasn't going to be a D1 athlete. I didn't want to play in college. And so I was like, how can I keep that love for the game and promote the game? And the business world of sports was my calling. So I'm really excited for that. And so um, I definitely plan to get involved with whatever school's athletic department um, that I go to. It's like literally the first week be like, hey, I'm Allie Rosen, put me to work, I'm ready. Um, definitely would love to take photos and definitely would want to work with the girl side of the game as well because I feel like as a female in the industry, I owe it to those female sports and with what you've seen with the U.S. women's team and a bunch of different um, athletic channels, there have been a huge movement, which is awesome. Like Luna Bar, the U.S. women last year was great and that was kind of done throughout through sport management with different um, executives and different play people playing roles in that and so it's definitely it's definitely a growing opportunity for women there are a lot more women joining the sports management world which is great in the past it has been very hard for them like I was just at University of South Carolina and I talked with um, Susan O'Malley who was the first female president of a professional sports um, team which was incredible and just talking with her about the opportunities for women and how it's grown so much and I feel like as women in that industry we owe it to the female athletes so I'm definitely gonna make sure wherever I end up I I highlight that and then what what do you think are the obstacles there for women in the sports industry and what roles um do they play so um I feel like there's there's a lot there's less than there were in the past but there might be some bigger ones now um I feel like the main thing is that people don't realize that how many female how many females are sports fans in general whether it be female sports or male sports so there are a lot of girls like myself who can talk about sports you can hold a conversation about sports and I feel like people forget that and that kind of feeds into all the other obstacles like these girls don't know about sports they're not as knowledgeable they're not as understanding of what goes on like this is a male dominated world male sports female sports and it's kind of what feeds into that so I feel like the biggest obstacle and it plays the biggest role is people forgetting that females are fans and females can hold a conversation about sports and it's not just if a guy is good looking or not if that quarterback is good looking if we like the team colors like we can tell you stats we can tell you what's going on in the game I can tell you how many points a touchdown is like they forget that we know stuff and 
we're fans. And honestly, I feel like so many businesses would do so much, uh, be so much better off if they targeted female fans as one of their um, target groups. And that's something that I hope to kind of bring in with my, with what I want to do in the future. I. So the thing is, like, I, I definitely agree with you. I just want to, like, I just want to hear your opinion on something. Like, when you say, like, target against, like, females, I feel like a lot of, like, companies when they target for females, everything, like, just turns into, like, I don't know how to explain it, but, like, it's, like, pink and, like, less, um, I don't know if that makes sense. It's, like, a modified yeah, version of what the male exactly. Is. So, like, do yeah. you think if it's more targeted to the females, it will turn into something like that? Like, I kind of want it to be, like, I want to be seen, like, if I'm watching a game with my brother, I just want to be seen as, like, the same. So, yeah, so, um, I totally understand where a bunch of businesses are coming from with, like, the female lines of merchandise because it's, it's a merchandise, so that's kind of out of my realm, but I totally understand where they're coming from. But, yeah, so I feel like when I say target fans, like, as a target audience, you're selling tickets to, to females. You're not just sending the emails to the male email people on the email list. You're sending it to the females of the household. Like, my mom is a huge sports fan. Like, she could fight my dad all day about sports. Like, one's a Cowboys fan, one's a Giants fan. Like, it, it's always something related to sports in the house. And there are no pink t-shirts in my house for, a, for any team. We wear whatever, like, the normal uniform is. Like, we've always bought that. We've never been into the frills or whatever. But I understand where that comes from. But yeah, I totally see it as, like you were saying, Daphne, about being equals and that just because of our gender doesn't mean we can't like the same thing and we can't be as knowledgeable. And there are tons of people that I've met. Like, I did a great summer trip um, this past summer with the New York Times on the business of sports. And there were 24 of us, including myself, three of us girls, which which stunk, but it was also great at the same time because seeing other people who were interested in the same thing as me and the guys respected us. And they weren't talking to us about, like, they weren't trying to modify how we talked about sports. We talked about sports like we were all the same. Like, it didn't matter who was a girl and who was a guy. Everybody knew about sports, and you were able to voice your opinion, and they respected that. And so I see it as it's when it comes to viewing sports, it doesn't matter about your gender. It matters about how invested you are in what you're um, passionate about. That's fantastic to hear about, you know, just like, I mean, you were one of three girls out of 24, I mm-hmm. believe. Um uh, people on that trip and just like being able to be seen as equal and that's kind of all really this comes down to is like we're not different we don't want things to be modified we just want this to be equal among the playing field yeah and actually on that trip we, with, we met with a bunch of executives in the sports world and a good handful of them were females which is really cool like we met with um, Rebecca Fontana who is I think I'm going to mess up her title but the senior content digital creator for MLB and we talked with her about um, being a female in the sports world and just seeing her how she how she's able to process baseball and it wasn't like oh my goodness it's a girl talking about baseball it's like this is the real deal this is a senior content manager who's a female talking about baseball and there were other executives like with NYCFC we met with a female executive two female executives actually um, when we were over in London we met with female executives of UCFB, which is the University College of Football Business, and I was in awe of them. I was like, oh my goodness, you're the coolest person ever. Like, I want to be you. Like, it was really nice meeting both the male and female executives in the sports world. That's great. So my last question, um, do you think that, you know, as of, by the time you kind of get into the industry, like, there will be a lot more opportunities for females 
as a result of like a lot more females stepping up and kind of fighting these battles totally and that's that's what i feel like it's it's my job to help create those within the facebook groups that i've been in a lot of females have voiced their opinion like hey i want to major in sport management i'm gonna do sports marketing i'm gonna do sports media i'm gonna do sports analytics and it's different aspects of a sports business world like because personally with sport management i'm not sure what aspect of it i want to go into and what's cool is there's so many different aspects to that and there's so many um so many females who are wanting to join that workforce and join that um industry and by having many people with you it's you're not fighting your battles alone and if i've always seen it as like both with coaching and what i want to do in the sports business world it's if i can pave the way for the next generation I've done my job because somebody has done that for me. Like talking with Susan O'Malley, talking with the female executives um, on my trip, like they had it a lot harder than I hope that a lot harder than I hope that my journey will be because they have made it so much easier for me by having them to look up to and for what they've done for females in the industry. It's incredible. And I feel like it's such a strong um, knit bond because we're all females. We're all facing the same adversity. It's really cool. I know Emily said that she had one final question, but I have one last question and I'm so sorry. Um, You're totally fine. But what would you tell like a younger girl who's planning to pursue the same thing that you're doing? What would you tell them? Like, What, what would be your advice? Um, I would say don't give up. Even if somebody says something to you, you're a girl, you should be wearing pink, you should be doing this, you shouldn't be doing that. I would say just don't give up. Keep going. Um, definitely, I would also say play as many sports as you can. Be a well-rounded athlete because that translates to your knowledge. And if people see that you can you can hang with the boys, you can roll with the punches, and that you don't give up, it's going to make your life so much easier in the future because you have that dedication and that it's just a one it's so cool to see all these young kids who want to join it and i like as i said before like persevere and don't give up because for as many people who say that you can't do it there's always that person who says you can and that's what matters most is that someone thinks you can